Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium, an intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spirit School. I am so excited to have my good friend, Lindsay Rock. Hello, Lindsay. Hi. I'm so excited to have her back on the podcast. I mean, I want to have you all the time here. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you're one of the most interesting people that I, I've ever talked to. I know we polo a lot. and We have really cool conversations yeah. around astrology. You're just so giving with your information, such a wealth of information. And just the idea between us talking about what's going on in the world right now, what's going to come up, like what does this next year look like? And just kind of having mm -hmm. the idea since Canada – is turning 152 or 153 on July 1st. And of course, America having their day of independence on July 4th. I'm like, let's yeah. run these solar return charts and see what else could there possibly be? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. We are in for it. Okay. Just and some more like, yeah, I know we've already been in it, but it's, it's not letting up anytime soon. I know. And the memes are hilarious because people are obviously expecting like alien invasions in July, right? <laughs> I would not be surprised. <laughs> so can you just explain to like, before we get too far into it, it's like, what is a solar return chart versus a natal return chart? And what is what's been going on in 2020 was all this kind of like laid out in the stars. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Okay, so um, with your birth chart, that's the energetic imprint of the stars and planets and all that on the exact moment you were born. So that influences your whole life. And then every year on the exact time that you were born on your birthday, it sets an energetic imprint also for that year ahead for you, that whole birth year. So everyone and everything has a birth chart, including the countries. So every year you can look on these days, you know, of the birth of your country and see what's kind of get a glimpse of what's in store for the year ahead. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, just knowing the planetary alignments this year, and then looking into the solar return chart of the U.S. and of Canada, but especially the U.S., it's mm -hmm. going to be intense. Yeah, I'm really excited to learn more about this. And we're definitely going to talk about the states a little bit more than Canada because you guys got a lot going on this year with an election year. And yeah. um, you guys, it's just very interesting from up north watching everything that's kind of unfolding. And <laughs> you guys just have much more interesting things going on. So <laughs> definitely, we'll spend some more time on that. And then with coronavirus and all these huge systematic shifts that are happening on a global front. Like, can, can you even run a birth chart on the world? Like, how is this even, how does this even show up in a chart, all this stuff that's happening now? Yeah. So like on the global scale, it's just kind of like the planetary alignments that affect everything on a collective and global scale. So um, yeah, we've had some, a lot of it, very rare and powerful conjunctions happening uh, we had Saturn and I think it was Pluto conjoining at the beginning of the year, kind of being like, okay, shit's about to change. It's all about to go down. And when you combine Saturn, which is the planet of structures, government, the past kind of patriarchy, masculine energy, 
and you combine that with Pluto, which breaks everything down, it completely, it's like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is your shadow, you're going to face this, um, we're going to have to completely break everything down, you know, everything that's gone on over time that is not good, that's going to lead to bad things, we need to break that down and rebuild it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of been the thing with that, the Saturn and the Pluto, but then we have Jupiter conjuncting Saturn three different times this year, which is another extremely rare thing. I think they only come together like every 20 years. It's wow. a huge deal. And they came together um, for the first time in, I think it was, it was around the time of the first, uh, when coronavirus came out. Mm -hmm. um, in March or something, right? Yeah, I feel like it was like the height of everything. Mm -hmm. And then the next conjunction is any time now, it's like at this time in June, I think it's, um, I'm not sure the exact date, but it's here. Yeah. And then the next one is coming November 13th. Okay. And that is just, yeah. <laughs> just, so it'll be, I mean, I think it's June 30th actually is the exact date of this next conjunction. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this next week um, along with the eclipse energy. I mean, the riots and everything that broke out um, at the end of May, early June, that was the first instigation of the eclipse, just causing all this change among, just, yeah, triggering tons of change and shadows being brought to light. And it's like, things need to just be done differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so how long do these conjunctions last? You're talking about the June 30th and the November 13th. Yeah. Is that just like a one day thing? <laughs> So yeah, how it works is like there's a group of time where you can feel the energy similar to an eclipse. Like an eclipse, you feel that for like two weeks or like on a typical full moon, you'll feel that for like, you know, three, four days or so. But an eclipse moon, you feel that like two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, but these, uh, it's kind of similar to that when you have these planets coming together, there's like a peak day, but the time leading up to it and the time leaving it you still kind of feel the re the effects of that um so right now we are totally in that um, we can feel the effects of the jupiter and i think it's saturn or pluto i'm not sure exactly jupiter conjunct pluto i think it is um yeah we can totally feel that we'll probably feel that leading up to the next full moon in capricorn um mm. yeah <laughs> what's that full moon capricorn yeah, full moon Capricorn. That is, let's see, Sunday, July fifth. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, just, it's days away, not months away. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay, very interesting. Okay, well, it's kind of like I guess for me, maybe not fully understanding astrology, but from a layman's point of view, it's a little bit comforting to know that kind of what we're going through is in the stars. It is yes. kind of like charted out for us, part of our evolution. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. And even Pluto, it can mean things like um pandemics so and then saturn kind of being like structures and things and pluto kind of brings it can bring a lot of fear it can bring death it can bring fear of death and sicknesses illnesses imprisonment um it's kind of things it's like a purge of things so i mean it's one of those things that's kind of 
freaky, but it kind of paves the way for the new. Um, it's like the tower moment of, of America and even for the world right now. Um, so for me, it's like, I'm excited for things to get cleaned out. And it's like the more that happens, it's like, okay, we're that much closer. Because on the other side is something so beautiful and exciting and worth kind of going through all this chaos for. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, don't I agree with that. I agree with that. And, you know, even just on a personal level, because you, you know me so well now for years, but I went through huge transformation this year. Like I was in a system and I was like, I don't resonate with this system anymore. I have to leave this system, even though it supports me, even though I'm completely validated here, it just didn't sit with me anymore. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have to make the shift. And I guess that's kind of what a lot of people must be feeling this year with the way that the planets are aligned. Yeah. It affects every, everything. Like when you are talking about the outer planets, those affect things collectively, globally, but then it also affects us in our individual lives as well. Mm. So, yeah. Very cool. Okay. So let's get into these solar return charts. So what is coming up for America? Happy birthday, America, July 4th. What do we see for the next year? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) Okay, so first I kind of want to talk about this past year because oh, everything that's come that's happened leading up to this. So America's birth chart or the solar return chart was a Virgo rising year and Virgo energy is about the day-to-day and health and wellness. So, I mean, the fact that this whole corona thing is going down, that doesn't surprise me with that being the, you know, the Virgo rising year, but it's also kind of like getting things set right. Um, Virgo energy is known as kind of being like the quality control of the zodiac where it's like this isn't right this isn't in alignment this kind of could be done better and it's um, nitpicky right (laughs) but for the good it's for the good because it's like I can see the potential of how things can be done better if we just make changes Um, so okay (laughs) basically it's really interesting because as we hit into like the shutdown in America with the virus and things, that's right there in the America's birth chart. Um, One of the biggest heights of when this all came out and it was like, okay, we're closing down our borders. The sun was highlighting Chiron in the seventh house um, in America's solar return chart. So it's kind of like seventh house being the house of others, closing those boundaries and just the Chiron being the wounded healer, it can mean illness physical illness as well. So that was highlighted. And then with all the riots going on, the sun was highlighting Uranus and Taurus. So, and it's in the eighth house. This Uranus is in uh, the eighth house in America's solar return. So it's like shaking things up that has been way too long hidden. Um, With it being in Taurus, it's kind of like this fixed thing that's been going on. And it's time to shake it up and revolutionize it and kind of bring what has been people's realities for so long. Just, it needs to be brought to the surface. That's what the eighth house does. It brings darkness to light. So there's been that that has gone on. So, I mean, it's just interesting how you, it's, you can literally predict or like kind of get a, an idea of what's going to be coming. So then we go to, the 4th of July for this year, which 
brings up a whole new energy and chart. And for this upcoming year, America is going to be in a Scorpio rising year. So yeah, we're both yeah, like, risings. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that is going to be purging transformation, um, a huge up leveling, having to face shadows. And it's kind of like, it can either make you or break you when it comes to Scorpio. It's, um, definitely has a very dark shadow, but a very bright, profound, revolutionary light that can completely change the game of things. So yeah, it'll be a very interesting year. <laughs> and the fact that America is going through its Pluto return right now, which um, I think it began in 2017, and it's going to last through 2025. So it's crazy and it's not going to be done anytime soon, but it's a good thing. Like things have to change and they need to be made better. And so hang in there, everyone. <laughs> but the fact that it's a Pluto return and it's a Scorpio rising year and Pluto rules Scorpio, it's kind of like, I felt like a lot of stuff regarding America's Pluto return could occur this year. Um, initiating those changes mm. um, on the shadow things, fear of death illness, um, things like that, but also darkness and hidden things that have gone on for way too long being brought to light, which is always a good thing. Um, even if it's scary, even if it shocks people and it's not something people want to see, it's got to happen. In order for evolution and growth to occur, you have to acknowledge and get rid of what's toxic. So I can't wait for that. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of like the energy of the year. Um, and then as we head into, oh man, the fall. I was going to ask about the elections in November. <laughs> I'm so yeah. interested to see what's going to be happening around that time. Uh, yeah, I, I know for sure. And it's interesting because um, the Scorpio rising year is at 28 degrees Scorpio this year. So that's almost at the most highest degree of Scorpio. And it's right around election time. So it's kind of like this sense of rebirth at that time. Um, because whenever you're talking about the 12th house moving into the first house, which the rising is where the 12th house meets the first house, and that's kind of like 12th house is spirit, kind of like the other dimension, and then the first house is birth. So it's this whole rebirth process. So I think that's very interesting. But um, yeah, so Jupiter conjunct Pluto in Capricorn at 23 degrees happens November 20 or November 13th, which, oh man. Um, I think we'll see another huge wave of coronavirus at this time. Okay. And I think, I mean, what I feel is that it might be a lot more serious than before. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like I want to tell everyone, focus on getting your health in order. Like, let's cut back on sugar. Let's be taking our vitamins. Make sure we have a lot of vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, all those things build your immune system, um, do practical things that help your body, um, all that, like with the Virgo, we're still in that Virgo year. And mm -hmm. I feel like that we could use and utilize that Virgo energy to kind of prepare for the transformation and to do what we can. Um, Virgo energy that happens right at harvest time. And that's the time when you are preparing for 
the coming months ahead, right? Um, in the Northern Hemisphere, that's when we have fall and our harvest. So we take in, you know, and we plan for the winter. And I feel like this year, or right now even especially, I feel like a lot of people are getting those feelings of, I need to prepare for what's coming. I feel like a lot of people can feel it's crazy and their instincts are telling them certain things to do and you need to act on that because that's the, Virgo is thought to action, inspiration to action and preparing ahead, thinking ahead, planning ahead. So use that. I feel like that we need to stress that we use what we can physically, practically do to help for the upcoming changes, um, especially in America. Um, yeah. So, okay. This Capricorn season for America is a lot of crazy intense energy as well. And it's all sitting in America's second house of values, which can mean money and um, financial structures. So, I mean, this could be financial collapse or some sort of something going on financially. So keep that in mind as well. And yeah. it's opposing a lot of the eighth house energy where the sun is for America this year. Um, again, continuing the, the themes of transformation, um, bringing dark to light, uh, which can be both scary, but amazing at the same time. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like the, the uh, kind of the transformation affecting our financial side of things. So the, this uh, pandemic and the, like how we have to close down affecting the financial side of things. Um, Cause we have this opposition of the second house and the eighth house. I hope I'm making sense with all this. <laughs> yeah, I'm following you. And it's actually aligning with a lot what I hear people talking about, like a recession coming, a global yes. recession, not even just like one in the States. And I love the advice about harnessing, because I know Virgo rules the body too, and yes. um, really getting yourself healthy so that, you know, if this comes again during flu season, which it very well could be, like not even just in the stars me and my daycare provider were even talking about that like oh my god we've been so healthy since quarantine because our little petri dishes have been home yeah. and so you know what's it going to be like a come flu season when schools are back and things are open like what's what's that going to mean yeah exactly and then i mean that jupiter conjuncting pluto that is kind of the theme right of like the peak of the illness and then right now we're seeing increases again as we're leading up to this june 30th date it's all rising again um and then again in november when it's actually you know flu season coming and we're heading into winter so uh, there's just i don't know and Capricorn season's January, right? End of December, January. Yes. Okay, so okay. it begins um, December 21st. Solstice. Okay. Yes, and it goes through, I think, like January 20th or something. But Jupiter conjunct Saturn December 21st. That's a big deal. Okay. And this is called the Great... <laughs> it's called the Great Conjunction. And so studying about this, this great conjunction, every time this happens, along with an election year, something terrible, like some, some kind of like life threatening thing happens to the president in office. 
And you can look back through all the years when this conjunction happens along with the election year, there's um, either assassination attempts made or like it happens. It's either an attempt or it happens or something with the health um, with the president happens or just something where it's like a life-threatening thing happens, um, whether it's either successful or not. Mm. Um, so that's crazy, um, yeah. especially following the election. So it's one of those things that's like, let's hope, let's pray. Whoever it is, we don't want anything like that to happen just because, you know, let's hope for the health of people, right? Yeah, for <laughs> Regardless sure. of ho- who they are. Um, and it kind of, at that point, it can leave uncertainty of what happens next or, you know, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, it just kind of feels like there's so much going on. And what I can't stress enough to people is to just establish your connections. Um, I feel like a lot of people are nervous of what's going on. And so I try to make things as empowering and focusing on what can be done. So that's things like taking care of your health and your spiritual health, making sure that you feel that you have a strong connection so that you can receive your own guidance um, and know what to do, what moves to make next, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, mindset, right? Like leading yourself through those kind of transitional times is is huge. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like making sure that you're taking in a lot of things that are positive and helping to rise raise your vibration is going to be crucial. Uh, there's so much. Like it's so hard for me to even be on the internet anymore right now because it's like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. This is a lot of just negative energy. So making sure that you're doing things that raise your vibration and focusing on things like that and kind of like formulating what you want to envision for your future and you know your thoughts become your reality so try to do that as much as possible yeah that's really helpful and i think that's good um so then what happens after capricorn season okay (laughs) i'm like okay so we we know now november december january stay tight to your home, like keep to yourself, like do what you can to stay healthy, stay sane, um, prepare, like save up all your coins, like just be wise with how you're spending money, how you're treating your, your vessel, right? Yes, exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> so then it looks like next late winter, spring is going to be interesting as well. Um, we'll have the sun, highlighting Neptune and Mars and Chiron in the fourth house. So like there will be even more like foundational healing happening at that time. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting to see. Um, and then this whole Uranus is in the sixth house, this in America's birth chart this year. So again, shaking up things with your day-to-day routines and your health and wellness, uh, yeah, so that's not surprising at all. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's see what else stands What's out. What's going on with Jupiter? Because <laughs> Jupiter is a good planet, right? Like that's like yeah. the happy planet. <laughs> yeah. So Jupiter, that's the one conjuncting, making all these conjunctions, and so that's why I want to affirm to people because while Pluto and Saturn are kind of those hard, harsh planets that can really shake things up and make massive change happen when Jupiter's involved, it's like how I've observed it is it's like, it's 
it's a lot of quick growth following a challenge and it's like holding on to your spirituality and your sense of faith through it so it's kind of like positive changes jupiter being positivity opportunity but it expands everything it touches so for some people with jupiter conjuncting Pluto and Saturn, it can expand their sense of fear or their feelings of restriction or following rules or be safe, you know, do whatever you're told type of thing. It can expand that. Other people is just going to expand their sense of faith. And, you know, we can have both too. It doesn't have to be expanding your fear or your faith. There's going to be moments where we all feel both of those things, but it's kind of like expanding your sense of faith through the changes and being like, change is good. You know, we're being looked after by spirit through all of this and we're not alone. And to remember where we come from and that, you know, um, changes need to happen and it can be a good thing and to just be faithful and all that. So Jupiter's going to be hanging out in Capricorn with Jupiter or with uh, Pluto and Saturn a lot. Um, but then towards the end of, um, the year is moving into Aquarius with the outer planets as well, which, you know, we all, I feel like a lot of us have heard about the age of Aquarius. Um, this is revolutions and evolutions. So it's positive change, but when we're talking about Aquarius energy, that's ruled by Uranus. So that can bring a lot of change and disruption. Some people won't like it, but I just kind of, it's, it's a spiritual evolution that's happening. Um, and it's, it, it's just interesting. It's one of those things where I'm like excited to be on the ride and just observing everything. It's very interesting and like, yeah, kind of just viewing it from a place of observation. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. Okay. So I have a weird question for you. I don't even know if you can answer this, but this has been like one of the craziest years. We can all admit that like leading up until this time, um, we're all just waiting for the next shoe to drop or like what else could possibly happen? It sounds like there's gonna be a lot happening, but what about people like for me, this has been one of the best years of my life. Like I've had so much growth, so much expansion. I've never been happier. I've never been, you know, successful I put in air quotes because success to me is time I have so much time now time with my family time with my kids like are someone like me who has this experience are we living in alignment with the cosmic rhythms are we like out of alignment with the cosmic rhythms because we're feeling so good and everything's kind of like going crazy like what's going on yeah so yeah it reminds me of those times when there will be a moon that happens, right? And some people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so drained and I'm so, you know, this, this, and this happened. And then someone else is like, I feel so good. And it's like, yeah, it will affect everybody differently. Everyone's going to have different experiences with, with it. Um, and it, it's just, it's just like that. Cause I feel the same. Like I've, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my family are good. I'm, I've really a lot, I relate to you a lot on that as well. So it's like, it's kind of, especially with the outer planets, it's the collective things mostly when it's like that doesn't affect things too much in my individual life. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like 
the fact that Jupiter is in Capricorn right now, people are expanding in their work. I feel, especially spiritual entrepreneurs, I've, so many people are seeking their spirituality more and more right now, and they're a lot more curious about opening up their connections. And, um, you know, when things get scary, people turn to their spirituality a lot more. Uh, so, yeah, I've noticed that a lot of growth when it comes to that, like especially spiritual entrepreneurs, um, mm. their growth. And when you... Uh, Capricorn energy being business, right? And then Jupiter being expansion. So it's expansion of businesses that people have. Um, and it's like, and then there's other businesses that are being so harmed, you know, like with the, everything going on. So it's so interesting how it can affect everything differently. And when it comes to in your alignment with your journey, right? Um, whatever's needing to happen for you right now in your journey, that's what's going to be happening. And it looks like different for everyone because we're all on our own things, on our own timelines, on our own journeys. So I've, you're always in alignment with what the cosmic ha energy has in store for you, like always, regardless. Um, you feel it whether you're consciously aware of it or not. And it's always working in your life in the most subtle of ways. So yeah, it can show up differently for everybody. That's beautiful. Thank you for explaining that because it always makes me feel like uh, everything's relatable to a meme with me, right? But it's like <laughs> me just walking happily with like bombs going off behind me. I'm just like, do do do, trucking along. Okay, yeah. so before we move on to Canada's solar return chart, was there anything else notable in the U.S. Um, return chart that you you want to talk about? Um, let me see what I have written down. Uh, it's just, it's a lot. Like, I think I just kind of want to let people know it's not letting up and to please listen to your intuition. Don't question it. Know that you have an, your own connection and, um, listen to it. And that this, yeah, it's just this fall. It, it just doesn't look good even into the winter. So and then we have Mars retrograde in Aries from September through November 13th, which is this energy right before the election. And it's Mars in Aries. That's, uh, it can be pretty brutal, like just aggressive, right? And so just the fact that we'll really see that heating up even more during that time, which, oh my gosh, could it get any worse, right? I know. <laughs> And, and another really interesting time where I feel like a lot of American things might be in the spotlight, should be in the spotlight, um, is during Virgo to Libra season. So September and October, I mean, the whole, <laughs> I might as well say the whole year is going to be crazy, but during that time, September and October, that's the highlighting America's 12th or 10th house in their solar return this year. So things of justice and things being kind of on public display. And it's interesting because um, I know that Hillary Clinton has a court date in September. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Her emails, the emails things like okay. that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Court. Yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. Well, we will follow that. <laughs> Yeah, it'll um, be interesting for sure. I was just on my calendar trying to mark down November 13th. I'm like, don't book anything. Like, stay mm -hmm. inside. 
don't book a reading. Just like stay away November 13th. Okay. Duly yeah. noted. And December 21st. Solstice? Yeah. No plans. <laughs> For real. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, thank you. And it sounds like um, based off something you said earlier, so basically this big kind of evolutional shift that's very much needed, it always makes me think of what I know of Atlantis. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we're really trying to avoid this like self annihilation, right? Exactly. A cycle. Do you ever think about that? I know you all the time, right? I'm covered in shivers right now. Yeah. Like it's all connected. It is like I'm covered in shivers because I feel like if we don't go through this uncomfortable path, we're going to end up like Atlantis. People are going to be wondering Mm -hmm. if we actually really existed or if it's like just, you know, made up by the physics or the metaphysical people. Like we are borderlining self-destruction at this point. So things need to change, but it sounds like this big change is going to be happening till 2025. Yes. Okay. Okay, Yep, exactly. And that's so Pluto moves so slow. And the fact that we're having, it's our first Pluto return for America. And so that is a complete rebirthing. And it's exactly what you said. We're in this time period of, complete rebirth and it's make or break that Scorpio energy you're either going to let the shadows overtake or it's going to be rebirthed from the ashes like the phoenix and kind of like just complete rebirth for the better um learning from our past and from those shadows and transforming and transmuting that to the light and kind of embracing your power and i mean things like free energy things like spiritual massive spiritual awakening and growth that's all of this energy so it'll be interesting to see what happens during this time it's very much make or break so it feels like this spiritual battle like the dark and the light kind of like which way are we gonna go Mm. um and the light's gonna always win it always wins god always wins right so we already know how that story ends so yeah Okay. The really good advice in there. Really, really great advice. Thank you very much. So your, your little poor cousins in the North, (laughs) (laughs) Canada, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated about this too. And I did give Lindsay a little bit of context or before we hopped on air, she's like, what was going on in Canada? And I explained kind of you know, I'm an indigenous woman. So everything, my whole worldview, my filter of my life is around indigenous issues. And, you know, when I think about what's going on in the States with Black Lives Matters, I always think about, you know, even Canada Day for us indigenous people, it's a day of colonization, right? And so it's Mm -hmm. not typically something that our first people celebrate, um, like the rest of Canada. Um, But I'm still Canadian. I was born and raised here. No hate on my country at all. But um, I was trying to explain to her about the missing murder indigenous women and children and how Canada has been really in this like state for the past few years on reconciling residential schools, Indian hospitals, and basically the blatant you know disregard for our missing and murdered children and women um, because that's kind of what's been happening in Canada for the past 300 years and you know I explained to her even residential schools the last one didn't close till 1996 right your Tupac died so like this is a very recent history I was in grade nine when the last residential school closed. That's kind of the context in which I gave Lindsay when she was looking at these charts because we're in our own little revolution when it comes to this. And and same with the people of color up here, the black people 
too. It's, it's the same thing here. The border does yeah. not separate this racism. It's just, we're very, we're much less populated. We have like 35,000 or 35 million people in Canada, which I think is like the population of like New York and California. Right. Yeah. So we just, we don't have very many people up here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So what's up with Canada? Okay. So Canada beginning July 1st is going to be in a Pisces rising year. So yeah, it should be interesting. Very spiritual, very service oriented and kind of like just spirituality focused. There might be some confusion and thing, uncertainty of like what's happening, what's going on. Um, but Mars is going to be in the first house in Aries. So yeah, like I feel like typical, you know, Canada's known for being like really chill and peaceful. And I kind of feel like their fire is going to get turned up. Mm -hmm. um, there might be a lot more outspokenness and a lot more standing up for certain rights. And just there might be a little bit more tension this year and like self accountability, like holding certain things accountable. Um, and in Canada's birth chart, they have Chiron, their wounded healer in the 12th house, which can be like hidden things, hidden enemies, hidden secrets that become their undoing over time. And that Chiron is moving to the first house this year mm. for Canada. So those hidden hurts and those secret things are going to be on the forefront. Um, and it's somewhat close to Mars. Mars is at one degree, Chiron's going to be at nine. So it's not a super tight conjunction, but I be related mm -hmm. um so that's great that's good uh uranus is also in the first house so there's a lot of change going on for canada as well just revolution stuff there could be um currency stuff i feel like currency stuff is going on everywhere going on everywhere but that for sure and then the all those crazy pluto Jupiter Saturn conjunctions for Canada is happening in the 11th house of the collective. Uh, so a lot of collective change for Canada. Um, and, and it's related to the foundations and what, how it was built because the sun is in the fourth house. Um, and the North node is in the fourth house. So it's very related. I feel so kind of revisiting the old, bringing changes to it, um, changes to the foundations and what, their values are um and the moon is in scorpio and it's in the seventh house so your america and canada are very intertwined yes um what's happening here is going to affect you guys and yeah so i totally feel that especially because for canadians your birth chart thing it's the eighth house is in Scorpio and the moon is in Scorpio so and then there's tons of eighth house Scorpio energy going on with America so our transformations become your transformations our shadows your shadows it's all very intertwined so yeah yeah we feel that <laughs> well and even with the currency you know our dollar now since COVID, I think it's like 36 cents or something. So it's like for me to get $1 American, it's like a dollar 36 Canadian. Like it just completely. And when I had my daughter in 2013, our dollar was actually worth a few cents more. So mm -hmm. it's like, that's just to show you how it, it does affect for sure. Yes. 
Yeah, it really does. Yep. And Uranus is hanging out in Taurus and it will be for quite a while, which is going to bring changes to finances, to banking and to money. That's all things that Taurus rules. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely intense. And the just, I mean, America's second house, which is that Taurus energy, just how it's all connected. It's, it's like, yeah, you can see it. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I want to mention. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that just about covers it is like the shit storm is not over and yeah. <laughs> that's just kind of knowing that that's the energy of what's going on and um things these plants do affect what goes on um i think it was this opposition of jupiter and saturn when 9 11 happened and now they're together so it'll be even more just kind of those big things that happen that cause massive change to structures and how things are done. And it's good. Yeah. I saw this. Um, what is it? I saw this post earlier, Mars enters Aries and it was around um, all the crazy things that happened last time Mars and Aries were together or something. And I think it was like the civil war. Um, like, it's just like whatever's happening at this time it's like, it is just a big time of huge transformation. I don't think anyone who's listening to this, because only people who are drawn to spiritual things um, and spiritual conversations would be interested in listening to spirit school. We've all been feeling that need for change for a very long time. So this is kind of like, you know, our prayers being answered in some way. We, when we pray something to the universe, when we pray something to our creator, we don't get to choose how that comes to us. And we did yeah. choose to incarnate during this time for a reason, to be witness, to be part of this change, to be part of, you know, adding to that light army. Like, let's just, you know, how I like to, I don't like light washing. I don't like, you know, brushing over things, but just like being an example, like taking care of yourself, taking care of that, that which is closest to you. And just people don't understand how big of a ripple effect that can cause. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, Absolutely. I know for me, I had to take a break off social media in June when the Black Lives Matter movement really was at the forefront because I got so buried under the big picture. And I don't okay. know if that's like my Virgo sun thing. Like, I'm just like, I need to see things at a very micro level. And I got really overwhelmed with like the really big picture. And I had to just kind of like focus on my backyard. I don't know if you felt that same oh, yeah. too. Yeah, for, yeah, it's definitely something I've been trying to learn to balance because that's my natural reaction is focus on myself and my life. And then I have things in my birth chart that's like North Node and Aquarius. That's focusing on the collective. Um, so trying to learn that I'm always into really being, I love to research what's going on and finding the truth as much as possible. But yeah, learning that you have to focus so the whole microcosm to the macrocosm thing, change begins with you. Your individual work affects things on a global level. Like 
it's just that's the way it works and the more that we all work on our own spiritual connections the more we work on just ourselves that changes the collective just like the collective affects us in a way mm. we can affect the collective so being like literally being the change like doing those kind things those things make a huge difference it really does so yeah I felt the same too of just kind of like focusing on what I can do um making time to set intention prayers and like whatever for myself but also the collective and like just spending even just five or ten minutes a day doing that and it was interesting because for I don't know probably since like March through now I just keep getting woke up in the middle of the night which is usually when spirit talks to me and it's like hey pray about this send this light out like do these certain things where spirits just like hey, do this <laughs> and it's really messed with my sleep schedule but it's been interesting and i've noticed i at least for me anyways just my spiritual abilities have been massively heightened and i've noticed that for a lot of people as well mm. yeah it's the time of kind of like the light workers i feel <laughs> like we just i'm helping people to awaken to their potential that we all have and kind of being that example and helping and um, transmuting as the whole Scorpio um, Pluto return thing happens. It's trans it's darkness things like just kind of being uh, released and having that kind of light counteract some of those things and being the positive force and the positive example. And, during these times, it can be so easy to focus on yourself and what you need and taking care of you and yours. But the more we get outside that thinking, like focus more on service. When you're feeling worried or scared or drained or something, like do something of service for someone else. Be that change. Put some energy out there that's positive. We all need it and the world needs it. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think, you know, peppered throughout this, this episode, you've given some really good advice and really practical advice for people to ride this out. And, you know, from the time of the light worker, absolutely. And I'd seen a quote somewhere that basically said light workers, this is what we've been training for. Like, mm -hmm. this is exactly what we've been preparing for. And yeah, I'm feeling that like even in my own career, my own practice, it's like, you know, I, I've been focused on one-on-one -on -one work for six years and it was only in February that I was like, okay, I need to start doing group things, like trying to make a bigger impact. And so I know even as the light worker within, I'm already seeing like you need to get over your fears of being seen, like you have to um, yes. work with more people and expand, expand, expand. So all that kind of makes sense. And I'm sure other people are are feeling that call too and just answer the call. And you're right. One of my favorite things to say is service is the antidote of fear. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just a way to kind of really kind of check in with yourself and do something that's useful and powerful during times where we feel a bit helpless. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Like, let's not lose those things that really matter. I feel like this is kind of a reckoning to hold on to those things during all of this and to kind of focus on what does matter. And in this time of transformation and restructuring happening, it's like, what kind of structures do you want built? Your vision, your individual vision helps build the collective and it counts and it matters. So do more of what you want the world to be and yeah, for me, I do think I'm all about service and helping. Like, I love using astrology to help people and to help empower and to see that 
spirit's always involved. Everything that's going on, there's a spiritual meaning behind it. There's things that need to be happening and it's happening for the world and it's happening to us as individuals. So don't think that you are powerless or that any of that, or like you don't have this connection because you do. And right now is a time when everyone's being stepped up into that. So believe it. We've all gone through it. I feel like everyone that's kind of that we do these spiritual work, right? We've all gone through a time when we had, we doubted and it was hard and we it still comes up. But just kind of owning that light. We all came here for a reason and with a purpose. And I feel like a lot of those purposes, it's our time now. Like we were born to be on the earth at this time for this reason, for everything 100%. that's going on. 100%. Very good advice. I, I think that this has been a really fun episode. I think that, you know, I'm not a people pleaser reader and this is not a people pleaser episode. This is really to help people kind of prepare um, for the future and not in a scary way because there's a lot of positives that are going to come out of this time as well. Yes. And um, I really thank you for your time and your knowledge and your wisdom, Lindsay. Like I, I love astrology so much and that's in part because I met you online, you know, two and a half years ago now, yes. and you've just totally woken me to like how cool astrology could be. And even what you just said around helping people to the highest potential, because I see astrology as, you know, not your, your destiny, it's your highest potential, mm -hmm. like at your highest potential, this is everything that you could achieve. And so thank you for doing your work in this art and this craft. I, I know so many people are so lucky to work with you. I, yeah, I just love it. <laughs> it's so beneficial. I do. I love it so much. Definitely. Well, Lindsay is fully booked like me until fall, I believe, right? Until August. Okay. So yeah, I got so fully booked and then it was like, um, I don't want to, uh, this is not what I want my summer to look like. You know, my oldest kid, he's 11 and I'm like, how many more summers do I have where he's going to actually want to hang out with us? And I just want to make it fun. I know that just what's coming, I want to enjoy my summer. And so I closed my books and I'm trying to get all caught up and then I'm going to take summer off. And so I'll be reopening um, this fall. Could be August, could be September, just whenever it is I feel like it. Mm. <laughs> so, um, and I'm so glad too that I listened to Spirit to take this break because I need it energetically. Uh, my head's not in doing readings and just finishing up what I've got. And then I need, there's a rebirth for me happening as well. So. Um, when I'm ready, it will be this fall, most likely. Um, yeah, I, anyone that's interested on in knowing and being updated on that, they can go to my website and go join my newsletter so that they can know when I'm open again. Mm -hmm. So it's mysticlins.com. So yes. mystic and then L-I-N-Z. Yes. Okay. Z for Canadian, Z for Americans. Yeah. L-I-N-Z. <laughs> And then, of course, Mystic Lynn's on Instagram. You got to follow her on Instagram. She's got beautiful stuff that she she creates. Like, you're a creator of very unique things, and I love sharing them. Your your card spreads and your little info charts. And every time, you know, there's something big astrologically happening, you're talking about the different qualities people can look for. So wealth yeah. of information on your Instagram. That's how people can find out how to work with you. Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you.